0: everyone, this is Heather and you're listening to Simply Heal with Heather Leonard. Today's episode is called Allowing for Each Other's Differences. It's funny how much we can really believe wholeheartedly that we are so accepting of others, their beliefs, uh, but how it comes up and in the ways in which it does are really sneaky. So let's just see how uh accepting we truly are today let's dig a little deeper guys here we go thanks so much for joining me i feel like we should start with just the fact that when we put uh limitations on that in which we sort of accept about others it's already sort of starting on the wrong foot So some people will say, well, yes, I'm totally accepting of others, but here are my boundaries. Here are my limits. This is as far as I will go. And um, of course, it's great to have boundaries and limitations and and things like that to protect our own integrity and belief systems. Uh, But nobody's talking about impinging or infringing, I think I should say, (laughs) infringing uh, on your beliefs. Nobody's talking about... Uh, making you have to change the way you view the world it's not that at all so why do we have to set a limitation on on what is acceptable um i i found it really funny today i found myself in a doctor's office just for you know my regular yearly checkup and i watched person after person come in and attack this poor front desk woman and it was everything from like your website said this, but now you're telling me that that doesn't add up. That's old information. When is, um, you know, this person leaving? Well, can you write it down? I can't remember that. you uh, know, it was like almost argumentative. And then the next guy, Oh no, no, I'm not signing in. He had his whole issue, but I could barely hear that going on because there was another guy in the waiting room who could not wait to tell his story to me. Um, so he asked a quick brief question about my situation just, In order to give himself the stage to basically pour out his which was you know he had this injury that he had had and things just weren't going the way he expected them to with him returning to work and with um, you know the medical field meeting him where he was at and all these things and he just had so much to dump out and then he got to the front desk and then this woman had to hear the saga and it was a lot emotionally i wanted to protect myself i was like holy moly this is a day already i'm just sitting here with a big smile on my face happy to get in get my paperwork done get out (laughs) like i thought what is happening everybody seems to be unraveling sort of um i don't know but then when you really dig a little deeper into what everybody's complaints were around a lot of it was you know people aren't necessarily doing life the way I choose to do life. They're not meeting me where my expectations are and what my needs are to have this, you know, all work out. And, uh, it was a lot of that. It was like, man, I'm feeling let down by you. Let me tell you all the ways. <laughs> so why the heck does the world owe us something is what I really want to get into today. It's like, I really don't think that I, I don't think I have a standard anymore for what I expect from people. Um, I used to, and I feel like when you've been let down time and time again of people just not measuring up to whatever it is that you're holding as, you know, your standard, I think what happens is sometimes, uh, not that we lower our standards, because I still expect a lot of people, but I do, I allow a buffer because I've realized that I started looking at astrology. I guess this is where it really started. And I was like, I'm more, I would consider myself more religious than spiritual. But I also, I've had a whole episode just on spirituality and religion and how they don't need to be this separate thing. But it's very much, people are seeing it that way these days, right? So anyway, um, you know, the astrological thing, I don't know where that falls for me. Um, you know I I know that in the Catholic religion horoscopes all that stuff it's really not something that you are to be sort of dabbling in Um, but I always looked at it almost like no different than a cartoon strip in a newspaper it was like here's a little like flip of a coin of here's what you're gonna get but I did realize recently when it was talking about personality traits and and where the moon was when you were born and all of these different things now that to me feels different, this astrology piece versus, you know, the horoscopes. And I know it's not. I know it's all kind of the same. But I also know that I couldn't deny these personality traits that every single Taurus that I know happens to be that stubborn bull and happens to have those personality traits. And every, you know, all these things were kind of measuring up to where, you know, you do kind of scratch your head a little and go, maybe there's really something to it. But even if there's nothing to it even if it's just a a coincidence of people born around the same time or whatever, or these certain people having these certain characteristics and it's just pure coincidence. The fact of the matter is there are many differences and there's differences in the way in which we receive things. There's differences in the way in which we communicate, what we're willing to tolerate, what gets us excited, what turns us off, what, um, you know, just what makes, People connect or not, you know, and sometimes there are so many barricades between you and another person connecting that it is possible that it's not a match made in heaven, so to speak, <laughs> that you might have to put in more effort to just have a relationship. And I'm not talking about like, you know, a loving relationship. I'm just saying like any kind of relationship, a sister to sister relationship, a you know, cousin, friend Whatever it is, boss, uh, or yeah, maybe a lover or whatever it is, I just think that sometimes it's not written in the stars, literally. You know, sometimes you're going to have to put in so much extra effort because one person's style does not match yours. And so instead of just getting so up in our stuff about, like, well, why couldn't your office have just called me back? I called three days ago, I left a message, and then the other woman saying no you didn't we don't even have a way to leave a message here so i know that's not true you must have called this you know and they're at each other and i'm watching this like a game of tennis and the ball's going back and forth and i was like wow it you know can't we all just get along <laughs> no but in all honesty i was like wow this is a lot of built up stuff and this has nothing to do with this appointment this is like People are letting me down right now and I'm about to take it out on you because you're standing here. <laughs> That's what it felt like. And I was like, oh my gosh, if only they could step outside of themselves for even a moment. I think they would have been able to see a little more clearly how not about one another the whole argument was. But it was so telling of us as just a world. <laughs> I was going to say nation. And I was like, no, this is really a worldwide problem. People are connected to other people often because of who they are at their core and we are attracted to other people who are a lot like we are at our core and if every now and then you let something like let's say a physical um, attraction or something override what's really at your core you could find yourself in a heap of mess because it's really not meant to be Or if you do happen to have a sibling or somebody, and so they're family, so they're in your world, no matter what, but you just never see eye to eye because of the differences within you. Like these things are real and they can certainly get in the way of ever having that tight connection that you want. So what do we do? (laughs) I mean, truly though, is my recommendation here that we just write off people who, you know, we just don't have the same inner beliefs or whatever. I mean, are they just never meant to be in our lives? Mm. (laughs) I'll tell you this, if it's causing more inner turmoil to try to create um, a workaround all the time, sometimes it really is going to be a matter of a fork in the road where you just have to decide whether you value the friendship, relationship, whatever it is, enough to put that extra effort in consistently forever. Or, you know, if it's just makes more sense to just do your own thing and maybe yeah maybe you connect once or twice a year but maybe that's the that's the end of it there Um, I know you guys can hear in the background today I've got some tree cutting going on this is a great lead-in to today's topic just because there's so many ways you can deal with something like that and I've seen it all like I have seen people who just lose their mind when they're stuck listening to something like a chainsaw all day. And I've seen them go up one side and down the other of a, the poor guy who's just hired to do his job. Um, and all about, you know, well, is anybody supposed to get anything done around here with this? I can't even work. I can't do this. I can't do that. And just on and on. Now, <laughs> are they wrong to be annoyed? I mean, it's not my favorite thing. I It limited my day because I... I thought this morning, well, I definitely can't do any recording because they're working on it, and when I get home later they'll be done, but they're not. And I don't have any time tonight, so it's like, this is what it is. And I could choose to edit if I wanted, but I don't think you guys care all that much about the little saw in the background sound. I could, you know, lose sleep over it and freak out, no, oh, no, and then, you know, spend my entire night trying to figure out how to get it out of there. and. Like, maybe to little or no avail, right? Like, so what, I mean, is it the end of the world is what I, I constantly go back and forth with things like this that tweak me a little bit and go, like, really? Is it, is it earth shattering? No. Uh, As a matter of fact, now I forgot it was even running. I started recording and just going, I don't even think about it. And it's certainly not the guy's fault who's cutting down the tree. That's the funny part is like, we want to put ownership on anybody, but Just in order to make it like someone's problem, someone's done this to me. It's like we very quickly want to have somebody to be annoyed with or something. Sometimes it's just life, you know. I mean, I've had quite a few things happen to me recently where it's like, you just can't make this stuff up. I'm like, why, (laughs) you know. And even at today's doctor's appointment, oh my gosh, I had the nurse practitioner laughing so hard at one point. She was just shaking her head. She even sent me away, by the way. I needed a a doctor's note for something. Uh, She sent me away and said to come back in a couple days to grab it because she had to think on how she was going to put it together because I just had her like beside herself. Like she didn't even know what to do with me. But it's because you know what? I already know the ridiculousness of the stuff that she has to handle on a day. Put it that way. And I certainly don't need to be another thing on her plate like yeah for me sometimes it's just about making people laugh lightening up a situation making things not such a big deal even when maybe they are kind of a big deal but boy it is like a better world to me when you leave somebody with a smile than when you just created this like twister around them of bad energy just like you know what that's like when someone just came in and like Um, energy dumped on you like all their trash and just left it and we're like hey here you go you can have this I don't need it it's like no I don't want it either take it with you please because you just left me with some really bad mojo and I can feel it all around me right now like my heart's up in my chest my heart's racing like I don't feel good I can't I gotta get away I don't know where I gotta go but I gotta get far from this and I certainly don't want to be that you know to anybody else I don't want to create that for others so we certainly have to check ourselves a little before we do become that you know emotional hurricane that enters a room and people start to get squeamish but also I mean we can allow other people sometimes to to get that way and not let it affect us so much you can protect yourself with your own energetic bubble that is just you know I'm in a space right now where I'm good so go ahead and try to throw your stuff at me It'll probably leave me laughing these days. Like, I don't know what that was, but there, you know, and I I do this little thing where I kind of just try to send out love to people in my mind, energetically to the people that really are just frazzled, worked up and need a minute. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, here, I'm just going to sprinkle a little of this good, good energy your way because you're needing it right now. Like, and I'm not going to let it bug me. It is not about me. It is totally about you. I mean, I've done my homework the last few days about... I said this astrology thing had me a little interested so I've been studying personality traits and different types and how some people are and some people need space like we need air I say we like you're in my boat I mean you probably I don't know if anybody out there is even in my boat but I'm just gonna say collectively <laughs> maybe you are the ones out there who need your space or whatever I on the other hand am like um, I don't know, if you're good energy, I'm going to suck you to me and like have a hard, I'm like a leech. (laughs) Like be around me, you're fun. (laughs) I get that way sometimes with friends when it's like, wow, every time I'm with this person, I have the best of times. So if I see you coming, I'm like, hey, what's up? You know, I like good energy people who bring me to my good place. So... Uh, if you have somebody though, who needs the space now, probably not because of people like you, if you're like good energy type of people, it's probably because of other people who are a little more like when I say like leeching on, like a little more like uh, needy with that. Like I need from you to tell me how amazing I am. Tell me how, you know, people like that are really, really, um, vibrational energy suckers so when people are super needy in that way I think that's what makes some people who need the space really retreat I don't think my personality type necessarily makes people retreat in that way um, because I don't need or want I just want to be in the presence of your energy so that's a little different but that's what I'm getting at look at the layers right the different types that are out there Um, there's some people who can only take it in doses too that like they need to decompress and step away from it all often um, and I have a good friend like this and she's funny because like sometimes when it all just becomes too much she's like it's almost like watching somebody flip their hoodie up and kind of like slink into their you know they disappear into the corner and but they're like it's purposeful and she's protective of herself that way and has learned like to read the room and when some type of energy is off she will retreat without so much as a word you just notice her sort of disappear (laughs) and i get it i do get it i actually wanted to do that today i i desperately wanted to do that today. I was in like a really good headspace and and it was like just a lot in that room. And for somebody like me who maintains, um, I stay really grounded and I really protect my own good energy. <laughs> Even I was struggling with how in that space to stay in that space. I managed, but it was work. And so you could see how a whole day like that, In an environment, let's say in a workplace where there's a lot of bad energy people around, how exhausting that could be by day's end. So don't do that to yourself. If you're finding yourself in an environment where there are a lot of people who clash with you energetically and it's not lending to feel-good stuff, it's making you feel more protective or more exhausted at the end of your day or anything like that that's showing up, just take stock of who you're around and then try to figure out ways. Like Start there because especially if there's other redeeming things that you really like about a person, but there's just some things about them that rub you the wrong way. Sometimes, depending again on their communication style and how they receive things, because some people will not take criticism any which way. Other people are like, give it to me. I need to know what you want from me. Like, you know, so people are just so vastly different in this way. But if you can establish, like, what do you need from me or what here is what I need from you, that can just lend to things so much easier because if I know I'm in the presence of somebody who is like, I need to creep into my morning, have my coffee without talking to anybody, get a little paperwork done before I move into, like, seeing my patients, like, what? because, well, again, I've been in healthcare, so, like, you know, when I'm just thinking back to some office days and and the girl that sat next to me that was her way she was like a don't want to be in the office till 10 kind of girl but her hour started at 9 so she would be there but she was not there if you know what i mean it was like the first hour and a half like let's just ease into this and it wasn't about me she actually chose to sit next to me uh when we got to choose where our desks would be in this new office space and she said it was because i did not clash with her our energies were a match, you know? Like, I was able to respect what she needed without, like, there didn't have to be a communication. I could just, I'm really good at reading people, very empathetic in that way, where I've always had that ability to kind of know what someone needs. Doesn't mean I don't mess up from time to time when, like, When you've got your own turmoil, guys, like that own, like tornado going on inside you some days, it can just boil over even when it's not your personality type to boil over on someone. Sometimes that chaos within can get out. So (laughs) that's more me. Like occasionally that might happen. But for the most part, real receptive to like the needs of others in that way. So like her and I had our dance, you know, we knew what to do in the morning. And, and we knew once we had food, it was game on, let's talk and laugh. And like, it was great. Um, Isn't it funny, though, like some people just have their their ways and it. And if you can figure those ways out, and it makes the relationship so much easier, but you have to ask like that communication piece. Not a lot of people are like I am where it's like, I just observe first, so I read and I can see the type of person I'm dealing with usually before I start to sort of engage and figure that out. But if you're not that way and that and it's just like I don't know, give me what I don't know what you need. Then ask, like just flat out ask and be like, you know, hey, we're gonna have our desks next to each other. Like, are you a morning person? You like to chat while you work, or are you somebody who just needs to like put your head down and get it done and then let's talk later? Um, you know, what's your style? And just ask it real casual, like, hey, I want to know you. I want to know what works for you so we're not pushing each other's buttons and rubbing each other the wrong way so we can be productive and happy and not wiped out at the end of our day, (laughs) you know? And so, hey, take this to your relationships, too, because, I mean, people talk about soulmates a lot. um, You know, I run a a Facebook group called Connection Beyond Struggle for a Grieving Soulmate, Uh, so these are people who really connected with their partner as a soulmate and let's talk soulmates for a minute because i feel like it's when two people are connected in a way where there's little communication needed to just know the needs of the other and you are the yin and yang sort of you know like you're not necessarily the exact same but there are similarities that connect you to your core And then where one goes one way, the other might go the other, which is a beautiful little dance of like, you're not banging into each other. Your behaviors don't irritate the other person's. It's like, I see you and I am accepting of where you're at. And so if you need this, I'll do this. And it's like an ease with that. It doesn't feel like work. It just feels natural. I feel like that's what can really make a soulmate connection feel like, yeah, I was made for you. You were made for me like this was meant to be because we know what the other one needs and we just do it. Right. Um, I'm like finding some new friends recently in my um, inner circle who were having similar experiences at um, you know similar times in our lives. And as we're going through it, it's like. We're making that connection on the on the level of like trying to understand people who might be very, very different from us. Um, and like, how do we do this? How do we respect this? How do we figure out how to be in the world of someone like this when we're like this, you know? And and it's been kind of fun like unraveling all that with a friend and sort of seeing like, oh yeah, you saw that too, me too, yeah. And, um, and so sometimes we can do this with other people in our world. We can have friends that will navigate this with us and be like, hey, I love spending time with Julie, but it seems like every time she's with us, we're a lot for her. Like, let's, like, figure it out, you know? That's what I'm getting at. It's like, sometimes with another friend, you could be like, I want this person more around us, and I want them to get involved, but I think, you know, what is it? Like, are we a lot, or is it, you know, or what? And that conversation, it's often very interesting and revealing, um... I have had friends actually like that before. And the answer was always like, no, I love it. And I love being around the energy of it. I just can't always, I'm just not always able to bring that to the table. But I love how you guys bring that out in me. And so I do like being around you guys. But sometimes you'll see me sort of like not engaging as much. And it's not because it's too much. It's because I just, it's not me. But I like to be around it because it brings out a little of that in me. That's really fun. Like, I just think it's very interesting, um, I've been paying so much more attention to the ways in which different types of people communicate, how they act, how they react. Oh, let's talk about reactions. The second half of the show today, I think, should be all about reactions because holy moly, (laughs) it's a thing. Like how we react is like really how the world sees us, I think. So let's get into that, guys, in the second half. All right, quick break and I'll come right back. Just a quick reminder to everybody out there that if you are looking for a group on Facebook that is Tailored to people who have lost a soulmate or somebody that it just was a soul crushing loss. There is a group of us in there that are, it's a private group, so you do have to request to join, but we are working through, coaching through, um, supporting each other through all the ins and outs of heavy, heavy loss. Um, It's a beautiful group of souls that I could never have asked for such a wonderful group who's so accepting always there never have to feel alone in your grief journey um it's just wonderful and there's almost always somebody awake (laughs) and in there whenever any hour of the night i've noticed so it's really a fun group to be a part of it is free to join um again it's just you need to get accepted in so just give me that you know probably within the week's time for sure um i will be sure to welcome people in new members and that's it guys so let's get right back to the show today thanks for joining Oh, and I almost forgot the link will be in today's podcast description. So if you're looking for that, just hop over there and grab it. And hopefully I'll see you on the inside. So I know some people who are just so um, sensitive to other people's reactions that they test them. And I see this constantly where it's like, I'm going to push you to your limits to see what happens like. I can't deal with a person who's like this. So I'm going to try to create that inside you by pushing your buttons as far as I can to see if I can bring that out inside you. It's like a let's just see how you fare. (laughs) It's not that is not fair by doing that to somebody because it's setting them up to fail really. But um, but I do know people that just cannot deal with someone who always reacts like in a clingy, needy way. So let me see if I can do all these crazy things and see if that comes out of them, you know. Oh, gosh, like, I mean, if you really want to push somebody to see their worst come out in them, then go for it. But, you know, I like to believe that most people's redeeming qualities are far shinier than the things that, you know, sometimes irk us. I think the things that bother us are not usually their entire personality. And there's usually some redeeming qualities. So if you back off a little bit, you might just allow those to come out and surface. Uh, But the button pushing, I don't know that that's a good way to go from any walk of life. Um, but even, hey, let's even have some tolerance for the button pushers out there because I get why they're doing it, right? They're protecting their hearts because there's nothing worse than like you thinking you're signing up for one thing and then all of a sudden you get something totally different and it's it's a lot. So um, yeah, I understand that too. I actually used to have a best friend years and years and years ago who she was so insecure. I had, I don't think I knew it when her and I first forged a friendship, and if I had known it, I might have treaded a little more lightly, because for me that is a personality. There's very few that I just can't find my way to get along with, but insecure people really are not my favorite, um, and it's because when there's insecurities, uh, it it can come out in different ways, and so some people with insecurities I have no qualms with. They're the ones that really or tough for me was, like, this friendship way back in high school where there was this constant um, need for them to have their cup filled, right? So they needed the people in their world to constantly give compliments and remind them how great they were in order to, to sort of feed this need for it. So it was always, like, like, she would give a compliment followed by, like, so she would say to me, like, Oh, my gosh, you're so pretty. I'm like, I just i am so ugly. No matter what I put on, it never looks good on me. I wish I had your hair or... And it was like weird because it was like I didn't know how to take that. Like, well, thank you for that. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Well, no, I, I mean, I think you're beautiful, too. I, I well, You know, I couldn't even like get a word in because she was all up in her head. And she was doing it in a way in which she needed from me, from me to like you know, reciprocate and say, you are absolutely beautiful and strong and wonderful and you need to feel good about yourself and know that any man would be lucky to have you. And like, I had to give that conversation on a repeat daily. Um, But it The way in which she she looked for it It wasn't like she couldn't just trust me enough to know my friend knows me enough to know that I need a little extra like when I'm getting dressed and we're getting ready to go out like a hey that looks awesome you look good in that like she didn't trust that I could do that on my own so she would have to do this sort of backhanded like compliment but then with all these things attached where she was kind of like what do you think like you know what I mean it was like she needed it but she was trying to feed it to me without letting me just do it on my own so So we do have to be careful with that because if we've got our own stuff, our own insecurities or things that we need, communicating that maybe once, you know, start of the friendship. She could have easily said to me, hey, just so you know, I'm a super insecure person. Like, I appreciate the little boosts and confidence from time to time. If you can just let me know if you think something looks cute or whatever, that does a lot for me (laughs) because I'm not like I don't always feel that confident. You know, that like, but not the way in which it kept coming in every day because it felt heavy and like a lot. It felt like a prerequisite or a job for me to have to make sure that I tended to her feelings in that way. But we have to start to find a way to tend to our own feelings. It's like, no, we shouldn't have to have an outside person to boost you up and give you that inner self-confidence, you know? So um, I would strongly advise anybody who's finding themselves there where they're really wanting from a boyfriend, from friends, from family, like that constant, like I'm proud of you boost, like you're great. If you are really needing that from the outside source, work a little harder to try to see if you can get it inside a little, like look back at your life and be proud, make your gratitude list and go, Whoa, look what I've accomplished. Give yourself the boost because honestly, I think you know you best, you know your positive aspects best. Give yourself a compliment. (laughs) Sounds crazy, right? But it's true. Like, hey, I look good. (laughs) Get yourself dressed up and feel good and then tell yourself you look good and then go out and feel good. That inner confidence, oh, I mean, you're going to be like a magnet to everybody anyway. Everyone's going to want to hang out with you. Everybody's going to want to be around you. All the people are going to want to date you. Like whatever it is that you're looking for, it's pretty much going to fall into your lap like gold. But confidence is the... Quality of attraction confidence is not we're not talking about conceit we're not talking about you know people that just have absolutely no humble bone in their body we're just saying know your inner worth like know your I love how I said we're I'm talking about me and my French Bulldog we are telling you this today <laughs> brought to you by Heather and stitch oh boy no but in all seriousness um (laughs) the dog would tell you this too you just need to know how fantastic you are be humble about it but when you're home by yourself give yourself that little fill the need is what I'm saying for yourself know it and live it and when you start walking the walk and not just pretending to think that and then really still being like but does it look all right no just be confident like i i mean i do some weird things with my style i like to be a little bit of a trendsetter that way whatever i think will be fun or look nice or i don't question it i don't ask anybody's opinion on it and don't really frankly want it i know what feels good to me and what makes me feel beautiful and that's how i will show up period But uh, if I find myself feeling insecure, like, oh, these are clinging, I don't like how this is sitting or whatever, I take it off immediately. I already know. If I'm feeling like, oh, is that long enough? Is this going to, like, fall off? Is that, like, am I going to be fiddling with this? Is it, does it, you know accentuate my curves right or whatever. If anything's in your mind and you're kind of wondering about it, just leave the outfit at home (laughs) or whatever it is. Don't do your makeup that way. Don't do your hair a different way. You got to just feel good. Like, I mean, I've pretty much done just about everything in the way it looks like just for fun, just because sometimes it's fun to try something different. But if I do ever get that tiny little inkling of like, I feel a little uncomfortable in this, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone faster than I can even tell you. I'm like, Nope, not doing that. And it's funny. Sometimes when I reach in my closet and look for something to play down, like for a day, like I'm just feeling like I need some cozy clothes. I want to just be comfortable and whatever. Sometimes those are the days that I'm like, wow, I feel my most assuredly confident. Is that a word? You know what I mean? I just, I feel in my element right now and it's because of how it makes me feel. Cause if you're feeling comfortable, if you're feeling good, it will come through as an inner confidence. And actually it's funny. I ran into this girl at the grocery store today. She looked like, um, is it Giselle? What, um, Tom Brady's wife? Yeah. X. I don't even know. I can't keep track of any of this stuff. I'm really, I shouldn't try to talk about anybody who's famous. I know nothing. I throw names out there sometimes and it's hilarious because it's like, who, <laughs> what Who's that? I actually had a friend say that to me recently. He was like, "Who is that? Again, I don't even know who you're talking about. Is it Are they a movie star? I'm like, I don't know. I kind of just pulled the name out of the air. But like, yeah. So anyway, she was gorgeous. She looked like she was a model, had zero makeup on, a t-shirt and like sweat, sweat shorts. Really? Is that a thing? But I mean, that's what they were. So, but like, she just looked like she'd rolled out of bed and looked stunning. But it's because she was confident. She, ha- she walked with confidence. She looked up and smiled with confidence. It was not about what she looked like like what her outfit was. It was not about how she did her hair that day. She just looked absolutely beautiful. And I think that to find your own inner beauty, sometimes we just need to like feel good with ourselves. And so when we're talking about like dealing with all these different personality types and all of this stuff, it's like if you can actually feel safe and secure and confident within your own skin, other people's stuff rolls off so much easier. Because you can observe it like somebody sitting on a, you know, a lifeguard chair looking down over this, like playing out in front of you. And it is just, it, it you're unaffected by it. It is just more of like a curious thing of like, huh, I wonder what's driving that. I wonder why they're so hyped up about whatever. You know and and it doesn't rub off onto making you have a bad day or moment it doesn't necessarily have to lend to you feeling like you need to go run outside and gasp for air or you know protect your energy bubble because really it, it, it kind of just glides right off of you you know it's almost like you're you're walking in your own bubble and things just kind of hit and slide down and off Um, and that when you're in that place, it's really good. Um, and it's really good for those of you who are like, I know I have a lot of my Facebook groupies in here who just are awesome about being so open to potentially finding another soulmate after you've lost the love of your life. I commend every one of you who's even stepping up to that plate. It's a tough one. So, but for the people who are struggling with it, this is like kind of a, I don't know. It, it's like a booster for you. If you can get inside your bubble of like, whatever, everybody else is just doing their thing and whatever it is sort of bounces off me, but I'm here to observe it and I can see it. You can learn so much about the different personality types and what you like, what you don't, what you're drawn to, what you're not. But it's, you're unaffected by it and that is so key because that's how you protect your own self like so many people are worried about well what happens if I I step out and I try and then I fail or they hurt me or I get hurt again or I lose another person I can't take that it's like I hear you on that but I think the best way to protect yourself is once you're good solid on the inside yourself And so whatever happens, even if a relationship that you get hopeful and excited about again falls to pieces, you don't fall to pieces. You know what I mean? It's outside of you. It is not you. You're not making your happiness about this connection with this other person. You're already happy. And it would be great to be happy with someone else, but you're already good. So even if that falls to pieces, you're still all good. And... I'll say personally, I feel semi there. Um, I feel like I am pretty solidly, um, you know, where other people don't affect me so much. And I'm really in my own bubble of protection and, and happiness. But some people I allow in, which into my bubble. And I think that is probably another place where some of us fail, because when you make those walls a bit permeable and people can come in and out you do start to attach people to your happiness again. Um, My kids very much are sort of blended in that bubble with me. And that's a problem for me as a mom because when I see them having a bad day or when they're not having a good morning and they're a little out of it and forgetting things, I let that affect my mood. So that's how I know they're, they're within the walls. They're on the outside of it. And so... You know, it's work every day to remind myself that my happiness can't be connected to whether or not my kids do what they need to do. And they're still growing and learning, and they'll figure it out. But, like, attaching how well my morning went as far as, like, whether or not they succeeded in getting their stuff done or whatever, I can't. That has to be a totally separate, you know, it's separate from me. Um, And, yeah, in, in relationships, I think I've always been that way, too, a bit where, like, not that I thought of my person as my happiness because I didn't necessarily. But I mean, there was a blended line there for a while with my husband where I definitely connected him to the happiness. And after I first lost him, that was the hardest part to grieve was feeling like that half of the whole was gone because it has to be two holes, not two halves, you know? So there was a little growth there, but I was a baby when him and I got together, you know, we were engaged at 19. So like I had some growing up to still do. And I think now I, I, I got it, like I, I know. And I've, I feel like I have maybe faltered a time or two with like thinking I'm fully whole and then realizing, ooh, no. <laughs> I'm like Swiss cheese a little bit still. There's still some holes in there and I, I do allow things in that I shouldn't. I've gotta be a little firmer, a little more of like, you know, <laughs> have you guys seen, the, what other, wa, wa, boba Wobble? Wobble? Maybe? I don't know. They're these balls that they advertise on, uh, you know, like these infomercials or whatever. they like, they give a lot. They have a lot of flexibility. And if you've ever had one, like, because we actually had one we used to play with that it has so much flex to it, but it stays at its thickness. It doesn't, get, like, the wall of it doesn't get, like, thinner as you stretch it. It's still, like, super bouncy and flexible, but it's it's got a little, Yeah, it's got a lot of give, but it doesn't ever really, like, make the walls thinner. Uh, And I think that's kind of how I want to ride through life. (laughs) Like, I could picture that ball in my mind and be like, yeah, that's what I want surrounding me. Something that will give and allow for other people to be whatever they are, however they are, whoever they are. And I embrace and love those differences in people. But um, when I bump into a personality trait or negative energy that I'm not so keen on... It does not take me down. I don't feel worse for the wear or like I need a day to recover. You know, I mean, even actually my son just had a party with all these like 13 year old boys and I thought oh my gosh I'm gonna have to recover for like a month or two I wasn't that way this time as a matter of fact I usually would spend like a day and a half getting my house cleaned and ready and perfect Uh uh-uh didn't do it was like whatever you know they're coming here to have a good time I don't think they're gonna care if like there's dust on the table (laughs) I was just kind of like whatever I want to get it done and I want to be able to get all my other stuff done and not stress about it so I kind of just rolled and as a result I think I wasn't so energy sucked. And actually, it's funny. They like all went, they're like, can we go for a walk and go play basketball down? The, uh, you know, we have a basketball court up the street. And I was like, oh, boy, like the old me would probably stressed about that. But because I would think, you know, I have like these 13, I think there was 13 of them kids in my care right now what if something happened? Like, what if there's a parent who's, like, not good with them all off on their own? Like, they, they left them with me thinking I was watching them and I'm not. But it was an all-boy party. They were um a really responsible group of kids. And it was, like, a quarter of a mile down the street. And, honestly, I let my kids do it all the time on their own. So it was, like, you know, it took me a minute to kind of just think about it. But I was, like, yeah, like, I think that's all good. And then I just... Relax like the I again like old me might have been texting all the parents How just so you know You know right now they're up the street or whatever. I don't know. It just didn't even It was all good I made a decision and I felt good about it and it was fine And I'm just gonna like roll with it and then if somebody comes to me and I that was not okay with them Then you know what then I deal with it at the time, you know, I'm sorry. This is why I made my choice you know, and and next time I'll be sure to let you know, you know, or ask your thoughts on it before I let them do something like that when they're in my care. Simple. It's like, why on earth am I going to spend time, energy, worrying, wondering, asking, thinking, stressing? Hmm. Those of you who have been listening to my podcast, cortisoling. <laughs> you know, no, I'm not going to wreck my day over it. Uh, and as a consequence, when everybody went home that night and it was over six hours of a party, it was a long one. But when everybody left, I didn't feel wiped and exhausted because for once, I didn't even care. And I didn't even clean up till the next morning. I was like, no, just leave it all outside. And I, normally I would have been like, oh, are we going to get bears? Do I need to bring all the food in? Is it like, no, whatever, just leave it, <laughs> get it in the morning, <laughs> worry about it then. And that sort of carefree um, nature, sure, again, will is not a personality that I'll be a cup of tea for everybody because oh, there's things to worry about and you're going to wreck this and do that. And and I know that. And so being okay and comfortable in my own skin allows me to know I'm not everybody's cup of tea. So when I say things like today's podcast and it rubs some of you wrong, I respectfully apologize for how it hurt you, but retract nothing of what I said because it was my heart and soul, and I don't apologize for who I am, <laughs> and that, nor should you. So guys, I hope you liked this episode, and it shone a little, shone? And it shined a little light, you know what I mean. Heatherisms. <laughs> Let's come back next week for more. <laughs> oh guys, well anyway, I appreciate you. Like, subscribe, follow, do all this stuff so you never miss an episode because I like you on this journey with me. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Bye.